If you were here yesterday, you will know that we changed the name of the show. It is now called My Self-Worth is a Size Zero. Now, today I'm going to unpack the reason we changed the show to this title and what, if anything, it has to do with our external appearance. For those of you who are scratching your head thinking, does this have to do with supermodels all of a sudden? Let's get started. Hey, this is Beandrine, formerly known as, oh, good Lord, we don't have time for that. This is My Self-Worth is a Size Zero, a podcast brought to you by Embolden Label. Here, you'll turn your negative inner dialogue into a goal-crushing identity. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you let someone see you from the inside out? That's what I thought. I have been asking my friends and family, and in some cases, even complete strangers who've never listened to Tear Out the Tags, the podcast, about the new show title. And my self-worth is a size zero really came to me in a moment, and I'd really been searching for what was missing in the title. The reason the title makes so much of an impact is that when you hear Tear Out the Tags, it's a little bit... Um, abstract. It's something that takes a description. It, It takes a story. And oftentimes what I was finding is even after explanation, people think that to tear out the tags means that we should live label free. We should live completely unfettered and open-minded without labels. And I'm telling you, not only is that not a good idea, but it's really not realistic. Even those people that you think are the most open-minded and open-hearted people, they still have judgments, they still make assumptions, and they are still committed to some of the labels that matter to them. Now, you may disagree with me on this. However, I would argue that it is the human condition. It is actually the way your brain is wired to categorize things that you understand and then Uh, build your belief system around those things that you believe you understand. It doesn't mean that we can't go and listen to someone who has a different set of belief systems or labels that they live their life by. That certainly is exactly what this show is about. However, we are and should be committed to the identity that feels good for us and feels authentic for us. And so this new show title gives me an opportunity to reframe the content, the very same content, in a way where we have a conversation about what is on the inside of us. So the concept of Tear Out the Tags, for those of you who um, haven't been listening to this podcast for a long time, is that we all are built on a collection of experiences. So I say your identity is built on the external appearance that you have, the ideas and beliefs about the internal self within you, the life experiences that you've been blessed to experience through your life, and then the relationships that you have. And if you think about the combination of those four things, it becomes a little bit overwhelming because the smallest experience in your life, say a car accident, can change dramatically what you believe about who you are inside. Um, However, on the outside, you may not have anyone notice a change in you. And I think that there's this really hard 
conversation between sharing too much and almost being um, unsafe in sharing content that matters to you. And then also mastering this art of vulnerability that allows people to really know you from the inside out. So the origin of Tear Out the Tags was simply that some of those parts of our identity are rooted in this negative feeling we have about ourselves or a negative tag that we wear. Um, I know for me, I used to say to people, I feel like I'm a human dartboard. I feel like no matter how much I give, no matter how much I love, no matter how much I explore others and what makes them tick, um, the more that I feel like um, people can just take kind of cheap shots at me or they can hurt me or they can betray my trust um, or not value me. And I now recognize a lot of that feeling like a human dartboard was I, I had no boundaries around who I allowed to affect me. And so tear out the tags really started at the beginning of a really critical time in my life where I started realizing, thanks to my mentor, Ed Beard, how much I was allowing to land on me. And those tags and labels that were um, categories of my life experiences became like, um, it, it felt like I had stacked inside of me all of these tags, positive and negative, but that as I reached kind of the top portion of my body, um, like my neck area, and this is just a metaphor, of course, it felt like I was sort of choking on all of those negative labels that that really had taken root um, and that I would I would bring up more quickly than the positive neg- uh, the positive labels and that I would bring up more quickly than the positive labels. And I realized something else during that season of my life. And that was that those really important dreams, the things that I knew I was capable of, and I mean the things I really knew I was capable of, um, that I rarely showed people, those dreams were like rolled up like little scrolls. (laughs) I picture it like, um, like a little fairy could read this little tiny scroll because they were dreams that were so, they were so scary and they were, um, it felt risky to tell anyone about those dreams. I kind of had this idea that if I fail while chasing those dreams, what will people think of me? And that's just a tiny example of how I was really affected by other people back then. Um, and I'll get more into this a little bit later in this show, but I'm still very deeply affected by other people. Um, you know, I, I sort of resent the comment, like, just stop caring what people think of you. Because most of the people that I know that are indeed like that and that I actually believe can live their lives that way, they tip over the scale into a category where I think they have um, some narcissistic blocks in that they, they struggle to take ownership for things in their life. And for that reason, I think it's important to have a balance of how things land on you, and what you allow to fall off of you. So you might be wondering where I got this idea that if I failed at one of those dreams, that it would really mean something in my life. And the the way that that happened is I did that. And I did it a long time ago. I mean, we're talking high school days. I did things that I, you know, in my young mind, perceived that I failed at, and I never did them again. 
And, you know, in some cases, nobody even knew that I had failed because I had never actually expressed the dream that I was chasing. And in other cases, I failed in a public way and I was ridiculed for it. And um, I would say that I shut down on both fronts as evenly and equally um, depending on whether or not people saw it. It really didn't matter because I was um, and really taught myself how to become my own bully. Now, there are some major life experiences that turned that dial up, but I recognize that that was always a part of me. It was always a part of how I'm wired. And that has been something that has been critically important for me to realize in doing content creation, in public speaking, in writing my book, in um, coaching clients, because I can't show up and pretend to be something that I'm not. And Lord knows I've tried. Lord knows that I have tried to be the most resilient person in the world, completely unaffected by um, people, even people that I don't like. And the reality is it's just not who I am. So back to those dreams that are written on those tiny little scrolls. Um, I believe that if you think of this metaphorically, we take those dreams on those tiny little scrolls and we shove them down to the tips of our fingers and the ends of our toes. And as we go through life and as we experience trauma and trial, we stack those labels on top of, you know, those dreams that are hidden within us. And as we stack, we run out of real estate. We hit an age where we are overwhelmed by all of the, all of the, um, I want to say chaos that's going around in our heads. Um, you know, I often talk about the negative labels that take root and really kind of start screaming at us, but sometimes it feels like the positive labels and the negative labels are in a cat fight within you because you know, you're worth more and you know, you're capable of more yet this inner bully is like not going to allow you to show up and, and, and realize that potential and pull up some of those dreams and chase them. So when I decided to change the show title, I got to thinking about how so many things in our world are based in a measuring system of our self-worth. And what I find fascinating is that on the outside um, and what people see and perceive of us, those measuring systems are largely superficial. So when you think about the size that somebody is on the outside and what they look like, it has virtually nothing to do with what's on the inside of them. Yet we make judgments all the time that are based in an external branding, so to speak, of how we, how we receive somebody. We can judge somebody based on how social they are, how friendly they are, how outgoing or quiet they are, how awkward they are. Um, how tall or short, how um, large or small, how, uh, gosh, it's like never ending. I, I know people that judge people based on how big their feet are. And the reality is that we have all of these numbering systems that we're measuring ourselves off of that really have nothing to do with our identity and our self-worth. Um, even down to, I'm going to throw this out there, because most um, most sports that we play, the higher the score is, the better we perceive that we are, and the more we can kind of boast 
to others, you know, say I won a championship in tennis when I was in college, that then can be part of my identity that I'm rooted in. Um, and, you know, the more of those I win, the, the more perceived value I have in society. However, if I'm a golfer and I have a low handicap and I shoot low scores, that makes me, right, a more exceptional golfer. It makes me um, more valuable in my sport. And there's a number of things that are like this. Uh, another example of this would be um, how much money you make. One of the questions that I know so many of you hate, and it is a question that almost all of us ask, um, and it, it's interesting because I've even caught myself asking this when I when I kind of don't know what else to say or I'm just trying to make conversation, and that question is, what do you do? And it's so interesting because what do you do, if answered honestly, would be completely different than what do you do for a living? How do you make money? Right. If somebody asked me, what do you do? I would say I encourage people every day. That's what I do. I encourage people. Um, however, if you say that in a social situation, people just look at you like you have 10 heads. They're like, OK, and how do you make money? Um, and they don't necessarily have to even say that for you to feel that pressure to respond and so I find this really interesting because if you look all around you and you really think about how you introduce yourself to the world, you have this external brand that you present. And it's oftentimes a combination of that external appearance and that value um, or perceived value of where you fit into the world and where you belong, so to speak. It's it's kind of the labels, the social labels that divide us and put us into different categories. So when you think about what's going on on the inside of you, I want you to think about a measuring system. What is the rating system on a scale of zero to 10 that you would give your self-worth? So I want you to ponder on that for um, a few minutes as I share another story that um, was a, a, a part of the beginning of this. And um, it takes me back to, I was a new single mom and my daughter was probably about three and a half at the time. So I had been a single parent for um, just about two years. And I went to visit my brother and his wife in Wyoming. And we took our kids to this swimming pool, you know, the town pool. And it's a really cute little town, and so that's what all the kids do in the summer. So it was, a, it was an absolute zoo of kids. And we were sitting there watching our kids play, and I noticed that even at that age, every child was shaped the way that they were really made. And some kids had um, a little thicker of a belly, and some kids had um, really muscular legs. Some kids had itty bitty teeny tiny feet. Some kids had um, broad shoulders. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on and on. And for a long time, um, and this is a really a kind of a trigger for me, is when I was that little, I was shaped like a bean pole. Now that's a label that people used to say to me that they now say to my daughter. Um, and bean pole simply means she is very thin and very lanky. And I just noticed that 
I could see in these little kids, girls and boys, that as they grew into adulthood, they would likely be the same shape um, with, with maybe a little more accentuation because of how age develops us. And yet, I was watching all of these amazingly resilient, just lighthearted kids play at the swimming pool with no worries about how thick or thin they were or how tall or short they were. In fact, it was just the opposite. There weren't kids, um, you know, pulling at their swimsuits trying to cover things that they were insecure about. There weren't kids who were wearing T-shirts, at least at the younger ages, who were insecure about showing, um, you know, different parts of their skin or body. Kids were just being kids. And I realized then that this conditioning that we go through from our formative years and then on to and through adulthood really changes what is on the inside of us and that self-worth measuring stick that we all have. So as you kind of unpack this and think about your self-worth being a size zero, um, in my mind, that would mean I have no self-worth. And to be honest with you, at at many times in my life, I have been able to say that honestly. I don't have self-confidence. I don't have self-worth. I don't believe in myself. And I don't really see an intrinsic value. Um, However, when I look back throughout my life, I also recognize that at the seasons that I believed that about myself were the seasons where I was in a difficult period, a challenging transition. I was in a um, toxic relationship with someone who was willing to put me down constantly. Um, And really a time where I was unsure about who I was or where I was going. And I think that that's so something that we all experience. And I want you to hear me say this because there's so many of you that I've talked to who say, no, but I have a cousin and they're just, they're not like me. They're so confident and they're unaffected by these things. And I'm here to tell you that they may, they may be more resilient. They may be a step ahead of you in being able to move something out of their way more quickly. And they may be better at hiding it. But I am telling you that every person um, who is healthy, who has a healthy, um, a healthy uh, ability to look in themselves and see the good and the bad, every single person goes through seasons where their inner bully is a little more uh, aggressive and a little more blocking than at other times. So I thought for today's episode, as I introduce this new show to you, I would share with you how I would measure or categorize my self-worth. Now, I have done a ton of work on myself being in this industry, being in personal development and helping clients through the same things that I've walked through. um, I have to really focus on making sure that I am um, healthy and strong and wise and resilient. And those are labels that I've worked really hard to attach to myself. And many of them are not natural for me. There's a lot of intentionality in some of those labels um, that I actually have to, I have to look for tools to show up more that way because it's not natural for me. And I think that one of the lies that we all believe is that we're sort of stuck with who we are. 
um, the negative personality traits or the challenges we may face or perhaps a condition that we have is something that changes our identity in a way that we can't then do something that we really want to do because we have those concrete limitations. And I'm telling you, there's a workaround for everything. If I can truly show up more resilient, then you can move the most difficult negative label that you have out of your way. I promise you that. So for today, I I would say that my self-worth is generally a size seven. I My goal is to be humble enough to see my blind spots and areas of growth and how I'm affecting others, yet confident enough to stand in my truth and move intentionally past obstacles. And for me, and most importantly, intentionally move past what I allow to land on me from others because I'm so social and I'm so... Um, I am so affected by other people. And so, you know, overall, being a 7 out of 10, as far as my self-worth is considered, I'm, I feel really good about that. I feel like I have a healthy ability to look introspectively into myself and work through the positives and the negatives. Now, you get to decide for you, do you want to be a 10? Do you want to be a 5? Do you want to be a 3? And why? There are no rules. There isn't a system. And let's be real. I just made up a measuring system for your self-worth. But having a conversation about it will begin to allow you to get into relationship with yourself like you've never allowed yourself to do in the past. And I want to say something to you that are listening and you're thinking, well, my self-worth changes. Um, Yes, 110%. Your self-worth might change based on the day of the week. You might have a weekly meeting with a difficult boss. And when you have that weekly meeting with that difficult boss, every single time you walk out of there feeling like crap about yourself. And that would be a situation where normally you have a healthy and, um, and desired amount of self-worth. And then once a week, you come out of that office feeling like a one or a zero. And sometimes a season of life can take us from the healthy number that we believe is ours to a two or a one or a four. And that can be losing a loved one that was your mentor and your best friend. It can mean getting let go from a job that you've been working at for 20 years and you have no idea who you are outside of that role. It can mean that you're going through a divorce and you and your co-parent are now standing on enemy lines wondering what in the heck happened to your family system and you don't know who you are in that position. And I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. So today, if you're listening to this, I want you to kind of think about where you are in your life. Um, Is your self-worth changing? Or is it pretty concrete? Is it low or is it high? Is it rooted in external truths? Is it rooted in what you look like? What size you are? How thin you are? How thick you are? How um, capable you are? Is it rooted in your job and how much money you make? 
in your title that you have at work? Is it rooted in how big your house is or how fancy your car is? Now, I'm not necessarily saying that those things are bad. However, your identity and your self-worth should not be rooted in those things that are external. So as I close up today's episode, I want to leave you with this. There is no real measuring system that you can actually look at within you to say, I'm kind of getting down there towards a size four. And, uh, you know, I really like to be at a size seven. So I need to I need to kick it into gear. I need to start journaling. I need to start affirmations. I need to go to counseling. I need to get a good coach. Um, I need to have conversations with my loved ones and people I trust. All of those things are not triggered by a size within us. So if you think about being, um, you know, this is so the time of year to have this conversation that sometimes when we get into that holiday season, we tend to eat too much and exercise less because we're spending more time with family and there's a lot more amazing food around the table. And so many of us, it's actually, you know, I think probably one of the most popular conversations we have in our society. There's an industry built on this, actually probably several industries built on this, um, that many of us gain weight over the holidays. And it's funny because when your jeans start to not fit, you go, ooh, I probably should get my stuff together and go on a diet or exercise, right? There's a, there's a sort of trigger point and then there's an action plan. And it's so interesting to me that on the inside, we don't have that. We have no way of knowing when it's time to focus in on ourselves and take some of that attention we're giving to others and some of that care and help that we're giving others and turn that care and help onto the inside of us. So if you're listening to this today and you're feeling like your self-worth or your inner self is feeling depleted, it may be time for you to start looking at the negative labels that are standing in your way and move towards who you want to be tomorrow. Um, I hope you're enjoying the content, the new format, so to speak, of the show. As a reminder, we're going to be having episodes Monday through Friday, every weekday. And the episodes will drop first thing so that you have them as soon as you get out of bed if you feel like that's your your rhythm. Um, and in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be announcing a few more exciting things that are coming down the pipeline Um, For those of you who are type A, which is, by the way, a label, um, and I'm I'm not really serious, but for those of you who are, who love this content, who don't want to miss a thing, I want to give you the freedom to let go of that, the permission that you are not going to listen to every single weekday episode. And I will repeat myself, uh, mostly because I have a terrible memory and I'll probably forget what I've already shared with you guys. So take that pressure off yourself. You're going to get plenty from the show and there's going to be opportunities to connect with people that are in a similar season of life as you. Have a great day and I'll talk to you tomorrow.